like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. However you want. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode. Oh, 
We say that glory and honor be unto your name, O God. May your name alone be exalted. May your name alone be glorified. May your name alone be magnified even this morning. In the name of Jesus, we long to worship you even this morning. Father, we long to commune with you even this morning. We pray that you will be enthroned even in our midst. Father, be enthroned in our midst this morning. Touch your people. Heal us. Deliver us. Bring us salvation and liberty. Even in the name of Jesus. Lord, speak through the slips of clay. Even unto your people. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Let's the church say a big amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to read the scriptures in the name of Jesus. We want to entitle to our work for this morning by the special grace of God. Hebrews chapter 12, the verse number 14 to 15. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, the verse number 14 to 15. The Bible says that pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no man will see the Lord. It says that looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness sprinkling forth cause trouble and by this many are defiled. Say to your neighbor, many are defiled. Many are defiled. Say to the person on your other side, many are defiled. Many are defiled. You want to sit down at the head of your enemies without any apology, even in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning I want to talk to you briefly on a topic I have entitled Dangers of Bitterness. Dangers of Bitterness. Dangers of Bitterness. Bitterness. You want to jot something down, okay? You want to write something. Uh, I believe that as you partake in the studies, you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. So, when we talk about bitterness, I mean, uh, according to my personal definition, uh, I define bitterness as harboring unforgiveness of past wrongs, anger, resentment, grudges in your heart about others, yourself, and even God. Harboring unforgiveness of past wrongs, anger, resentment, grudges in your heart about other people, about yourself, and sometimes even about God. Bitterness. It is a yekan bitterness. A yekase wode Bone fefri Unfa bone nche Se obi ye obi bi A ne ya bone a unfa Ncho obi pane eshe wakume mu Se obi ya Ebufu obi eshe wakume mu Se obi obi e nya akasa Akase obi ya odi eshe wakume mu Se obi ya ufili Se inkadi obi Oba ne wong a wenya that is what we call the resentment. Uh, that is having uh, bitterness even in your heart for being treated unfair. When you feel you are supposed to be treated in a way and then you are not treated as such. And then you begin to hold something even in your heart because you weren't treated the way you wanted to be treated. It is a yaka a yaw dear and one a yabon tough mana 
Yabosomo. And the Bible only say, or say, Yan Shep, ye, and yes, I, you bet me, Ashere, or Yampupon, Adumna, or the Adum, Yano, now, or say, say, yes, I, or say, a Yau Dien, the root, a Yau Dien, bet me, a Yini, that was your brabo, and I said, a Yini, and I so the Bible is trying to tell us that you see there is a need that we are very careful. He uses the word, he says that looking carefully, lest any fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing forth causes struggle and by this many become devoured and so bitterness is something that you know uh, destroys a lot of things even in uh, the lives of people it destroys the, a, a lot of things even in the kingdom it destroys a lot of things even amongst families even amongst friends even amongst brethren Sometimes Concerning some people, maybe two friends are working together, uh, one wrongs the other, and then the person keeps it even in the heart, and then the person begins to hold grudges and becomes bitter, even about the person. Even in this house, you know, somebody can wrong you, and Asha can wrong you, uh, somebody, you know, uh, unconsciously says, rough, rough. I mean, it's a human nature. It's not my it happens to all of us. Uh, are you with me? Yes. It happens to all of us. Uh, sometimes uh, you can speak to somebody from a certain tone that you yourself you have not even thought of it. Hallelujah. And then if if you the party that has been spoken to in that way, you see, if 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 you don't make amends. With whatever that the person said, and you begin to hold it even in yourself, at the end of the day, it begins to become bitterness. And so we can even also become bitter, bitter even about our own self. When we feel that we are supposed to attain some things, and I said, yeah, you, you, you did something and the thing didn't go well. And then you did the thing again and the thing still didn't go well. You see, and you lost something valuable. Sometimes you can become bitter about yourself. Uh, this will be a very good example. Let's say you have, uh, you have a beloved. You have a beloved. And then somebody comes and the person shows interest in you. And this beloved that you know you have. The person like Papa made us understand even on Valentine's Day. that The person has claimed so much possession of you. That you are not able to even talk to anybody whatsoever. And then at the end of the day, you see people come and they are coming with very good proposals and offers. And then you let all of them go. And then at the end of the day, this person who has claimed possession of you that I want to marry you whatsoever. The person also disappoints you. And so sometimes people become bitter, you know. You know, and some of these things makes people sometimes become bitter even about themselves. And that is why sometimes, uh, if you bear witness, me have insulted myself before. <laughs> I've insulted myself before, you know. Uh, when I felt I, I didn't do it, you know, I've even gone to the extent of hitting myself. It's myself. Let's make it the same. 
You know, so I mean, some of these things break down bitterness, and sometimes people become bitter even about God when they are expecting something from God and the thing is not happening. You see, sometimes when people pray and they want God to do something for them and the thing doesn't happen, especially I think one time we went to evangelism and when we went for the evangelism, your boy, you know, you two ladies, the lady, you know, papaya and the lady said that she will never serve God again. She doesn't want to have anything to do with God. This is a pastor's thing. And I asked her that why. She said that her sister that she loves very much, the sister fell sick. They prayed and prayed. They did everything in their capacity for the sister to leave and the sister died. And she feels that God has disappointed them. And so she's not going to serve God again. So sometimes people can become bitter even about the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so bitterness, you have to understand, the scripture says that we should be careful lest a root of bitterness springs forth. It, it begins to grow even amongst us and then it causes trouble. You have to understand something that there cannot be a root without a seed. There cannot be a root without a seed. No root can germinate without a seed being planted. And so often time, bitterness starts with a seed being sown into the lives of people. So people don't just wake up and they become bitter. People become bitter because some seeds have been sown even into their hearts. And so a seed is planted. Can you project the a seed is planted. I want to show you something briefly. How it works. You see, a seed is planted and then with time, as the seed is uh, nurtured, you see, it begins to uh, grow underneath the ground. And then, you see, it begins to form roots. And then when the roots are formed, it begins to spring forth. And then when it grows, it becomes a tree or a plant. And so that is how bitterness works. A seed is sown. Sometimes it can be a, a, a seed of, you know, rejection that is sown in the life of an individual. When people feel that, you know, in their family, they are being rejected. It's okay. We are good. When people feel that in their family, they are being rejected because of the way they are being treated. When it happens like that, a seed is sown even into the heart of the individual. When people, you know, uh, feel that they are not being treated even fairly, what is due them when it is not given to them? Sometimes the, it, it becomes a seed and then when people keep it in their heart and they begin to nurture it, they begin to think about it, think about it, think about it. As they are thinking about it, they are nurturing it. And then the thing is bearing roots, is gaining ground. And then roots are being formed. Rejection can be a seed, anger, resentment. Rogers, all these things are seeds, bad words spoken to people. Somebody insulted you, and the thing is, you know, the way sometimes somebody can say something to you and then you leave and you are still thinking about the thing, and you want to sometimes uh, ask other people if. What the person said is true. You see, these are seeds that are sown into the hearts of men. Your heart is like a field. That's why the Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues, comes the issues of life. And so somebody tells you that I love you, it is a seed. That's why you get enough of, you know, some brother and some sister. It's a seed. And so in the Bible, we saw some seeds that, 
you know, were sown even into the hearts of certain people. I mean, when we read the story of Cain and Abel, Genesis chapter 4, the verse number 4 to 8, we see that, you see, when Cain and Abel, when both of them sacrificed, we, we saw that the, the sacrifice of uh, Cain was rejected and Abel's sacrifice was accepted. So at that point, you see, the feeling of rejection became a seed that was sown in the heart of Cain. So the Lord said that, listen, sin is lying at your door and it is ready to enter. The sin, you see, the, the, the feeling of rejection There are people in this house who feel that, you know, uh, they, they have been rejected and all that. In our churches, it happens a lot. That's why sometimes people, when we go out to evangelize, people are like, eh, no. first, I'm like, oh, sorry, and we'll be on female, and I'm here saying, we'll be on the strength, and the other. The feeling of rejection. And so, the feeling of rejection begins to, you see, because it's a seed, it begins to grow. And as the thing begins to grow, it begins to turn into anger and jealousy. So we saw it in the life of Cain that the guy became so angry of his brother. And the guy began to jealous his brother. And the Bible says that he killed his own biological brother. It didn't take place in one day. You, 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 it, it, it's just written like that in the Bible. So you might think that, oh, and they are for But it took time. The, 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 the feeling of rejection was being watered, it was going on in his heart. There are a lot of people in departments who feel that, oh, as for me, I am not counted among the people. I, I, they feel rejected. And the thing has developed. Some roots are being formed. The root of anger, jealousy. And then as the thing is being formed, the thing is being formed. It began to grow. And the tree it produced was wickedness. It killed its brother. When we look at Absalom and his brother, Abner, the Bible says that and Abnon in Second uh, Samuel 13, 23 to 38. You see, Abnon, his brother, went to sleep with his own sister, Tamar. A seed was sown into that guy's heart as well. It was a seed of lust. He went to sleep with his own sister. And when he did that, you see, when his brother Absalom heard about it, a seed of offense was sown into the heart of Absalom. And the Bible says that the guy, you see, he, he, he was looking for ways for two solid years. He didn't mention the issue that happened. He didn't talk about it. For two years, offense, it was in his heart. And for two years, before they realized, the guy said, I'm throwing a party. They came for the party and he killed his own brother. The seed of offense. It led to anger and also wickedness. The, the root began to fall. Anger and wickedness. He slew his own brother. Became very wicked. Offenses. There are a lot of people who have become offended, you know, with regards to... I remember a, a very good friend of mine, somewhere in 2016, she told me about her mother and her father. You know, on the father's birthday, uh, the woman bought a gift for the husband. But, you know, she was home, so she was waiting for the husband to come from work so that she would give the gift to the man. And then when the husband came home, the secretary of the husband had bought the same thing. Surprisingly, it's not a story. Real life. The secretary of the man had bought the same thing that the wife had bought that she had kept. That when my husband got surprised for my husband. And so when the man came and he showed the gift to the wife that, oh, this is what 
my secretary bought for me. The woman didn't talk. She kept quiet. She felt offended. I'm telling you. And when my friend was telling me that the, the issue happened like four years ago, I'm telling you. And she kept on telling me that every time her mother would tell her that, don't trust me. Because this is what your father and the secretary they are doing. Because she feels that, you see, because she is a wife and she has bought this, and the sec it, it means that the secretary is also playing the, the role. There is a competition. And the woman, I'm telling you also, we say, someone down for the day. So, because the kinds of things, she, she said, some of some, sometimes things that happened 10 years ago, the mother has recorded it in the diary. It's not a story. It's not a story. Offenses. Because of offenses, because of, you know, offenses in our hearts. And people keep on nurturing it. And so Absalom and his brother, he killed his brother because of bitterness. Joseph and his brothers, the, you, you know, the, 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 the scene of entitlement, the feeling of entitlement, it was sown in their heart. The, the, the seed, the feeling of entitlement. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 34 and 7, the verse number 4, that when his father gave him, you see, the, the coat of many colors, they felt that their father loved them that more than them. And they felt that they were also entitled to that same love. And so because they weren't shown that same love, you see, a seed was sown in the hearts of the brothers of uh, Joseph. And they were looking for an avenue to kill the boy. The sense of entitlement. It can be a seed that is sown in your heart. When you are amongst a group, when you are amongst people, and you feel that you deserve something, and you are not giving. I'm telling you. People join churches and people and I am a start here, sorry way. And I am a yes. And I was saying yes. I was saying yes. Any idea? And because they feel they deserve it and they didn't get it, they stop going to church. Bitterness. You see, he says that let us look carefully, lest any of us fall short of the grace of God because of the root of bitterness. So the sense of belonging, the sense of entitlement is a seed that is sown even in the hearts of people that causes people to lose and miss out and become bitter in your relationship. You feel that, you see, your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend is entitled. That is what Papa was talking about on Valentine's Day. I don't know why some of you did stop. You see, so, some people feel they have a sense of entitlement that everything must come to them. Every good thing. And so because of that, people are jealous of people for no reason. People are backbiting. You know, for no reason. And that was what the brothers of Joseph were doing. As they were doing that, you see, the thing was the seed was being established. And it was growing. And it was growing. And it was growing. And then it became something else. They had to sell their brother even into slavery. Let us look at the dangers that comes even with bitterness. The first thing that bitterness does is that bitterness separates us even from God and causes our prayers to be hindered. 
separates us and causes our prayers to be hindered. And you dear, a three-year freedom group on home. Now, as I see a pipe or so, I won't find bitterness. Bitterness is in the heart. You become bitter against people from your heart. So the psalmist said in Psalm 66, the verse number 8, he said that if I keep iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. When you begin to have bitterness in your heart, it's a sin against God. When you begin to become bitter, understand that you are falling from grace. He says that look in carefully, lest you fall from the grace of God. So a lot of us are in church and we have missed it. We have been separated from God and we have no idea. The reason why a lot of our marriages, we are praying and doing all kinds of things and they are still not working is because there is a lot of bitterness in either the heart of the man or the woman. And so even though we are praying to God to rectify things, things are not happening because we have been separated from God and the Lord is not hearing our prayer. separated from God they have lost it like Samson and they never knew that they had lost it how can you be with somebody and then you go behind them and you speak bad about them? and in your heart you laugh, sometimes when I see certain people I laugh I'm telling you <laughs> I've worked with Reverend for years we have never had an argument. Never. Never. So bitterness, you see, bitterness will separate you from the Lord. And it will hinder even your prayer. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, the verse number 23 to 24, it says that for all have sinned and fallen short, even to the glory of God. It says that, you see, we obtaining the free gift you see, we, uh, we having the free gift even by grace through the redemption even in Christ. You see, so if, if, if the Bible is saying, celebrate Baba. If, if the Bible is saying that we should look carefully or else we can fall from the grace of God. You see, for all have sinned and they are falling short even to the glory of God. But because of the free gift, because of the grace of God, through redemption, we have been restored back to God. So if we are falling even to the grace of God, you see, So bitterness, you see, the scripture also says that it will cause you to fall short of the grace of God. You will be separated from God when you are bitter about people. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, the verse number 23 through to 24, he said that if you come to the temple, God is looking at your heart. Matthew chapter 5, the verse number 8. The Bible says that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall speak God. So if your heart is not pure, if your heart is harboring bitterness against your father, against your mother, you can't you can receive prophecy. What you, so far as you are bitter about your mother and your father, that they didn't allow you to do this. And you have held it in your heart. I'm telling you, forget it. 
When Hannah became bitter, the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse number 10, you see, Hannah was praying out of the bitterness of her soul. But we saw in 17 to 18, even through to uh, 20, we saw that when Hannah became joyful, her prayer received an answer. When the priest spoke to Hannah, the Bible says that she gathered herself and she washed her face and she was very happy. I'm telling you. So all this while Hannah was bitter about her rival, Penina. She was bitter about her. And because of that, now a preview because she had not made amends with her until she amended her ways. The second thing that a bitterness also leads to is that bitterness leads to wickedness and it ends in a bad ending for you. It leads to wickedness. Say, Yeshua, Johab, Ne Abnon. Abnon, Eko, Kumu, Johab, the guy he, he acted wickedly and so if we keep bitterness in our hearts i'm telling you sometimes some of us it comes into our mind that i'm telling you there are a lot of married women who sometimes want to kill their husband i'm telling you also for a man man in the amen above The devil is alive. You see, so bitterness must not be kept in the heart. The third thing that bitterness does is that bitterness troubles your system, your health. And it attracts many unwanted sicknesses. Bitterness. There are rich researches that have been done. All this When people begin to become bitter about people like that, some of the hormones can't work. I'm telling you. Some of the hormones don't even work. Even in the lives of the people. And so Proverbs chapter 17, uh, the verse number 22, the Bible says that a merry heart, it says that a joyful heart, it works good like medicine. But a crushed spirit, a depressed, the American standard uh, says that a depressed spirit, it works your bone off. So when you have become bitter and you have become depressed, and because of somebody and what somebody has done to you, say, you see, you, you become caged. I'm telling you, bitterness is like drinking poison and expecting somebody to die on your behalf. And so the, the NLT, the NLT version of the scripture we read, it says that looking carefully, less the poison of bitterness. Poison. So bitterness is a poison that can corrupt. You know what poison does? Little by little, it can destroy you and it will kill you. Job chapter 21, the verse number 25. He says that another dies in the bitterness of their soul. Another dies in the bitterness of their soul. So a lot, of, I'm telling, a lot of our mothers, eh, a lot of our mothers, the reason why they are sick and they are there is because of bitterness. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Some of them are bitter about their children, their own biological children. I know that your child has done wrong. 
Some of them are bitter about their husbands. Some of them are bitter about family, relatives. Some people are bitter even amongst the groups. Because of bitterness in their soul. It is a good desire of giving me shower to me one. Only shower to me one, a bit to me a boom. And my womb be a baby. Bitterness must not be entertained. It is very poisonous and it is deadly. I'm telling you, a lot of you have lost trust and confidence in people because of some seed of disappointment somebody sown into your life. And so you you, you you have married, but you see, because maybe you married and you, you, you divorced. And all that. Bitterness is very deadly. And how do we handle bitterness? We handle bitterness by forgiving and stop thinking about the wrong that people have done even against us. bitterness by forgiving and letting go of that wrong that the person did to you because the more you are thinking about it that this person has insulted you the more you are thinking about it, that Olipa went here, the more you are thinking about it, 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 that Pastor Sack spoke to you harshly, the more you are thinking about it, you are becoming bitter even against the individual and it is destroying your own self and so you can let go of bitterness by forgiving and stopping thinking about it if you don't stop thinking about the issue it will continue to run through your mind to enter your heart and it will be a part of you it is a one fine child and now they are a tormenting me a child if you don't let go of yesterday you cannot embrace tomorrow if you don't let go of the heads of yesterday there is no way you can hold on and attain the blessing even of tomorrow that is why the apostle Paul said that I do not count myself to have obtained everything but I let go I let I let go of those things that I have attained already I put them behind me so that I will be able to hold on and attain the mark of the high calling that is even ahead of me and so if you don't let go of the head of yesterday there is no way your blessing can be made manifest if you don't let go of the unforgiveness if you don't let go of the anger if you don't let go of the malice if you don't let go of that evil thought and that word there is no way your blessing can even materialize and so the bible talks about joseph and even his brothers when his brothers had done him wrong the bible says that when they came even to joseph joseph said to them and so because joseph was able to let go of the past mistake 
and the past wrong because he forgot about the past mistake and the past wrong that his brethren did to him he was able to receive the blessing of becoming the prime minister even of Israel uh, even of Egypt and so the Bible says that and, and Joseph he had two sons he named one Manasseh and he named the other Ephraim and the meaning of Manasseh is I have forgotten and Ephraim means uh, fruitfulness and so until you forget about it there is no way you can bear the fruit oh my god there is no way you can see fruitfulness even in your life there is a need that you let go there is a need that you forget about that past that wrong that your father has done about that wrong that the member in this house your board director has done there is a need that you let go about that wrong that your best friend has done to you so that you can become fruitful even in your life in the name of jesus the second thing that we can do even to do away with bitterness is that there is a need that we humble ourselves even and go to the people and make amends with them there is a need for humility there is a need to, for humility you have to humble yourself and go to whoever that has offended you and make amends with them the bible said in matthew chapter 18 the verse number 15 to 17 jesus said that if somebody has sinned against you you that the person has done you wrong he says that go to the person who has made a mistake even against you and make sure that you are making amends with the person if the person doesn't accept go and look for somebody as a witness if the person still doesn't accept he says that go and look for another person if the person still doesn't accept he says that go and call the entire church and let them become a witness i don't know about you but i have decided that i will stick to love because hatred is too great a burden even for this my heart to bear i cannot bear the sin of somebody even in my life if you do me wrong he says that go to that person and let the person know his mistake i say I'm not saying that go and be friends with that person who hurt you so that they will continue to hurt you. You see, he says that pursue after love. He says that follow after love. Pursue after love. He says that desire, pursue to be at peace with all men. So it is a work. There is an effort that you must put in if you want the bitterness to leave your heart. There is an effort that you must put in. There is a work, there is a need for you to pursue. If the person is not making room even for that amendment, there is still a need for you to pursue to make sure that you are at peace with everybody holding nobody at grudge even in your heart and with that the lord is able even to bless you you see the final thing that you can do when the bitterness has become too great a burden even for you to endure the final thing that you can do even to let go of that bitterness is to go to god even with that issue in your heart even in prayer is to talk to god about it he is the god our helper he is the helper oh my god the lord can help you to come out of that bitterness and so the bible said in hebrews chapter 4 the verse number 16 it says that let us boldly come to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find help in time of need you need help from the lord to let go of that burden of bitterness in your heart 
against your pastor. You need help from the Lord to let go of that burden of bitterness against your father who didn't take care of you. You need help from the Holy Ghost to let go of that burden of bitterness against that husband who maltreated you in time past. You need that grace. You need the help from the Lord to let go of that bitterness against that wife that treated you anyhow. Even in time past, you need mercy. You need help even from the Lord so that that burden in your heart it can go and it can disappear completely. The son said, "Our bitterness, I am dear. Upon some sort of it, they won't chimo. Now I better not hold him." And he says that it becomes a root. And as the root, I mean, you know, you know, you know, I have one. Now I turn it to you. Now I am a bebria. And so say it to you. Now I am a bebria. And so say it to you. Now I am a bebria. And so say it to you. Now I am a bebria. Listen, the Lord is about to help somebody. Even this morning, the heavens are open right now. The Lord is about to help somebody. Even this morning, the Lord wants to give somebody grace so that you will be able to let go. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is able to give somebody grace. In the name of Jesus, even to let go of that heaviness in your heart against your mother, against your father, against that auntie that you went to stay with, who treated you harshly. The Lord can help you. Everybody met me up well. I'm a child, I'm a son, 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 we are staying with love. Bitterness will not take root. Even amongst us as pastors, bitterness will not take root. Even amongst us as barristers, bitterness will not take root. Even amongst us as ushers, bitterness will not take root. Even in our marriages, it will not take root. Even in our families, bitterness, it will not take root. Amongst us as people of God, today we come to the Lord, even to obtain mercy and find grace and help. In this our time of need, any bitterness that has entered our heart, that is causing sickness, that is causing pain, that is causing setback, that is causing anguish. I am I 
you for joining us this week on wind of revival podcast like what you had so far make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you head on over to your email and email ajimansakwadiakwame at gmail.com